Okay, welcome to Stat Rats Pod. This is episode 25. We are closing in now on a year. Um, this is the podcast for intense discussions on meaningless questions. I am Jacob. I am joined, as always, by my brother, Ethan. Ethan, say hi. Hey, what's up, guys? And my boy, David. David, say hi. What's happening? Um, yeah, we we're just starting to get into it. Um, Ethan has a movie pitch for us later today. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's... It's really topical as well. I think it'll it'll go well. Nice. It has to be made like um, I do know that we have to. Oh, so... do you... is it like a post coronavirus type movie or like? It's just about like what's happening right now. So they got to make it in two weeks or, or that's it. That's all I'm giving them the deadline to to greenlight it. Word. Um, we got a shout out, uh, Lewis, your boy. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, what's up, Lewis? Thank you for uh, commenting. Lewis Edwards. That's uh, at Lewis at, with two S's at the end and Edwards with two S's at the end um, for commenting and uh, kind of guessing on the last stats. If you want to get shouted out on the pod, you just need to go comment on the latest Instagram and we'll do it. Ethan, that's your boy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Lewis and I were on the tennis team. Um, so, you know, he's right now in Florida. I thought he was all the way back in uh, Australia for the coronavirus but he's doing it in florida so i hope you're doing all right in florida you're allowed to go to the beach now you're allowed yeah i think so it's uh i mean i don't know if legally you are but i don't think anyone seems to care yeah no i know quite a few people in florida a lot of people are at the beach uh it's the place it's always a place to be in florida really david um you thinking about taking any trips to florida soon or like um personally i think i'm gonna avoid the area um, uh, people who want to go there, but uh, I'm good here. Get my own. Yeah, you were saying you have a nice little setup going on. Yeah, we uh, we got two sectionals, combined them into one sectional. Now the whole porch is wrapped in sectional. Um, it's pretty dope. I, I love a good sectional. Yeah, I, I'm actually I, I'm I can't be more proud of this this fact right here. I have a sunburn right now, and it feels good. Very nice. There's like a high school feel near me that like no one really goes to. Um, and it's huge. So like even if there are a couple of people there, they're so far away. Um, so I went and sat in the sun for a couple hours yesterday and tried to roast a little bit. I did not burn, but I got a little... I would like to think I got a little bit of color. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was doing the same thing yesterday as well. Uh, just being outside trying to soak up the sun. Rooftop? Uh, I wasn't on the rooftop, but I was outside uh, grilling and uh, just trying to be as much in the sun as possible boys i grilled yesterday and i uh i didn't start i was party to a grease fire you were what there's a grease fire going on with the grill Oof, not Uh, great i uh basically like i was i was it was really you could say it was my fault because i was there when it happened but i feel like that implies like i was asking for it and i don't want to victim blame myself (laughs) stand up so basically Basically, I think once you just don't clean the, like, grease tray for too long, like, shit can just happen. And, uh, yeah, the uh, whole grill was on fire, the inside pretty much. Uh, all the burners and gas was off, and it was burning up. It hit, like, 600 degrees when I closed the lid. I was like, shit. Jeez. Um, but I just... You didn't throw water on it. Huh? Okay, yeah. You didn't throw water on it. No. Um, I was smart enough to know that. Like, that's one way that I... You know, I know that that's, that would have been in the cards for me at some point to do that, but I've, I've gained the knowledge that it's no longer going to happen, pretty much. No, that's good. That's good. Um, 
that almost happened to me uh sophomore year of college i almost threw water on it but um my roommate came in the last second and he needed to smother it so i that's how i learned <laughs> yeah well i was like how are you gonna smother a grill and like it, it was just it ended up like resolving itself and i replaced everything like it's fixed now um yeah, once yeah. you gas, I think that's fine. That's all you need to do. One, close the, the cover. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just tried to uh, smoke it out, basically. Smoke it out, yeah. Chief Keef would be proud. He would. Um, all right, do we want to get into it? Yeah, let's get some numbers. All right, boys. Here it is. It's a movie question. It's a budget question. Which movie was more expensive to make, budget-wise? The Avengers... In 2012, or Dark Knight Rises in 2012? Wow, that's a, that's a great question. I think it's got to be. I mean, gut feeling is Avengers. I feel like that's the. No, I think it's a Dark Knight Rises. Well, all right, well, like, what's your justification for that, both you guys? Well, for me, it's all, all the Hulk stuff, all the, like. All right, all right. I mean, Iron Man's flying around. They like they're known for all their like fight scenes. All that stuff has a lot of production value. That was uh, the first time they like brought all of them on screen together. They made the, um, whatever it's called, the shield ship fly. They did all that shit. This right. is the one where Loki's the bad guy, and then they open up the space portal. Yeah, yeah, they have yeah. that Battle of New York where all of those alien things are flying around. I can't imagine right. that's cheap. <laughs> Those aliens are expensive. Dark Knight Rises, though, they went to wherever they have that pit. So, here's my justification. I think that, uh, yes, Avengers is like a very high budget movie, probably, and it made a lot of money. Um, but I don't think it was necessarily that expensive because I don't think they would have greenlit a budget for the first Avengers. But the Dark Knight Rises is the end of a trilogy, so they'll probably give uh, it a lot of money. So yeah, that's but Avengers was what, like the eighth Marvel movie? With no, I don't think it was that. I thought it was like I think it's in the first eight. I, I think it's like five to eight, maybe. Well, because it's uh, Iron Man one and two. There was that weird Hulk movie, Iron Man two, the first Thor movie, the first Captain America movie were all definitely before that. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess I don't really count the Hulk because that was like really before. That like was Edward Norton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. Either way, like. It definitely wasn't the first movie. You're right. Um, it was a big proof of concept, right? That the Marvel Cinematic Universe could exist. Yeah, like, I mean, the first real crossover of any kind was, like, that big, right? But I feel like they, like, the proof of concept was the Iron Man movies. Like, once they got to that point, Avengers was like, this is going to work. Like, they were expecting I don't know if I agree. Like, I think that Iron Man, like, reinvented or, or like renewed like the comic book movie kind of thing oh, especially like batman begins did that yeah but I, I i like it definitely set the tone for it but that could have happened and like nothing could have come of it like at the end of uh national treasure 2 they set up for national treasure 3 and it never happened like all these movies always like have oh here's what's gonna happen next because they hope they'll make another movie but a bunch of the time they don't you mean like the avengers initiative at the end yeah, meaning like you know, they didn't. That didn't necessarily mean it was gonna happen. I mean, they made it. They really followed through. Like, they honestly, did. I got it. Like Kevin Feige, the like producer who's behind like all of this. Like and Joss Whedon, God of the Nerds. Like God, the the Russo brothers. I think it is like incredible people. 
Did you see they're right. going to make a new uh, Star Wars movie? They announced it today. Um, uh, the, guy no. who, the guy who directed Ragnarok is going to be the director. Oh, I did see that on George's Instagram, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, okay, I, so do you guys want to start to guess at numbers? Okay, budgets. Uh, wow. Um, I don't even know. Whenever how- anyone talks about a movie budget, by the way, they're talking usually about like production budget. Like it doesn't include like all the marketing and stuff. Um, right. That's excluded. Just so we're aware. Also, I can say that some of this is taken and this is taken into account like tax credits and all that stuff. So it should be like this should be pretty on the nose for like what they greenlit. Okay, and this is like twenty twelve dollars. Uh, I, I think Has so. I don't know. Inflation been that significant since then? <laughs> I don't know. I've <laughs> not learned anything. It should have been. But I don't know. Yeah, what did this shit cost? <laughs> if I had to guess, like for real, iPhones were cheaper then than they are now. So yeah, right. Um, okay, so I'm gonna guess it's in the millions. It's in the tens of millions. It's maybe in the hundreds of millions. That is the range I'm oh, giving it. Hundreds of millions, a lot. No, yeah, hundreds of millions is a lot. Um, all right, I'm gonna go that. Dark Knight Rises is higher, and I'm going to say that Dark Knight Rises is like 60 million, and that uh, The Avengers is like 52 million. David? I mean, I still think it's Avengers, because I think that that was higher. I mean, so Avengers made more, I'm fairly certain of that, because I think yeah, that's yeah. one of the highest grossing movies of all time. Um. So I I don't know. I think Avengers is probably somewhere in that. I think the, the you're probably pretty right on the numbers. So I'll, I'll say Avengers is around seventy million, and Dark Knight was sixty. Um, y'all are off on the numbers. Fuck. What are the numbers? Um, the Dark Knight Rises was more expensive, but only by five million dollars. Avengers, the budget was $225 million. The Dark Knight Rises was $230 million. Fuck, that's so much money, dude. Yeah. um, What did the Avengers make, like a billion? Yeah, so I'm looking at this here. So theatrical performance of Dark Knight Rises was like just around a billion. Avengers is 1.5 bill. Wow. And it also like did like half a billion in domestic home video sales, like Blu-ray and DVD and whatever shit. Yeah, they're selling and, um, tons of merch. And Dark Knight Rises did like a hundred and fifty-seven, hundred fifty-eight million. So like, um, Avengers outpaced it by like just around um a hundred thousand, sorry, a hundred million dollars. Wow, that's crazy. Um, those those are big numbers for home video. Yeah. Um. I was trying to find things that were like close together, but not too close together and kind of in theme. Um, Those were really good numbers, I thought. Uh, very good movies that are very different, but at the same time, which is cool. Yeah, they came out the same year, which was definitely helpful too. Yeah, exactly. Those David, were... are you surprised by the scale, like the expense? I mean, I guess I'm not in retrospect, but because, like we said, they made billions but yeah i mean that's it's a lot of money for production like what are imagine funding the highest budgets for movies of all time i'm surprised that event like um that adventures was not more expensive 
as well because realistically they do have a lot more cgi like yeah there's a lot of stuff in dark knight but it's a lot of like there's one jet there's one big field where something happens like i think i saw a behind the scenes video for adventures and they just had to go around the city and take like thousands of photos over like three days so that they could composite all this shit together like something like that like i'm sure they obviously had a bunch more like materials um but so much of it had to just be recreated digitally and like all like composited in i don't really know exactly how it works honestly yeah that sounds like that that does sound very expensive uh, Game of Thrones was for season eight alone was ninety million, so fifteen million per episode. Wow, fifteen so million like, per episode. But fifteen million per episode, when you think about it, like an episode was an hour. So like the budgets for Avengers were like ten times that. Right. And like, but it's also, you also obviously like get paid more for movies than for TV. Yeah, people pay like ten dollars each to go see a movie. Right. Oh, I was gonna say like the actors, but then also like they're making a shit ton of money. Normally, I feel like when like if it's the last season of a TV show. Yeah, I mean, so much money, but hey, at least we got to see that cool fucking chair melt. Like, oh my god! At least they gave us the fucking. I forgot that that happened. I forgot. I honestly don't remember much from that season. Good, you're saving yourself, dude. It's ruined the show for me. We've been rewatching it in this house. And, like, it's still good. Like, season one, you're like, oh, yeah, no, this is good. But there's so much of it that's just, like, lost because you're like, oh, right, this means nothing because at the end... It goes nowhere. I know. There were so many things I wanted them to bring back, and I realistically knew they couldn't bring back all of... Like, I wanted Quaith, remember, from when uh, Daenerys is in Koth? Yeah. And that lady comes up to her um, with the, like, face covering. I wanted her to come back in so bad. I wanted that to mean something because she she talks to her. She talks to uh, Jonah, uh, Jonah, Jorah, Jorah, um, to Jorah Mormont. Like, I want to see more shit happen. Like, but I guess that didn't mean anything. Like, instead we got fucking Uncle Ben coming back to save uh, Jon Snow. Like, what the fuck? Haven't seen him in like years. Like, he was who? What? His last thing. Yeah. Comes out of nowhere, saves, uh, saves John. That's I get a like... little frustrated. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say the Night King the whole way, where it's like the whole first season. You're like, oh, the Night King. Like, what's it gonna happen with this? Like, let's do all this fucking build up, and then he doesn't even say a word. Like, there's just no culmination. It's just like, oh, yep, we were just able to stab him with a dagger. That's it. I thought we were gonna get an episode where we were going to, like, really dive into the history of the White Walkers. Like, I thought it was going to be, like... I don't know if you've watched Lost, but there's an episode at the end where they talk about, like, some of the... The whole episode is, like, just about the history of the island. Right. Um, and they do that a lot in TV. Like, they did that in, in Westworld Season 2, that whole thing about a catcher. Like, yeah. the, the Native American-type tribe that's there, mm-hmm. like, a ghost nation. Um, I thought they, was gonna, they were going to do something like that with... Um, with the white walkers and i thought maybe like sam was gonna you know learn something or we were gonna see something through bran like i thought bran was gonna do something impressive dude he... bran didn't do shit oh no he has the best story though <laughs> <laughs> is that really why he's king <laughs> i was yeah, gonna say story. that <laughs> i i 
the only thing that makes me want to stop shitting on uh, season eight is that like Amelia Clark gets really angry when everyone when anyone does that, and I'm like, I don't think I'll ever be able to like you know marry her or anything like that if I've shat too much on Game of Thrones season eight. <laughs> so I don't know, guys. Maybe we should give it another chance. Yeah, honestly, I just uh, want to get on record and say that. I understand. But it's no, not it her was. Fault. Uh, I understand it's not her oh, fault, yeah. but that doesn't make it good. I agree. That's the thing is like, there's a lot of it that like from the production standpoint, like I liked, it was cool that they were able to do all of that stuff. Like, I don't know, like the behind the scenes hour and a half long special they had after us. Like, yeah, you guys did really good work. Sadly, the writers just couldn't pull their weight. Like, right. Yeah. And it's, it's tough. I don't know. Do you want to take a quick break, chime back in on uh, Westworld recap, and then I, I have get not to your numbers, Ethan? I have not seen Westworld. Uh, oh, okay, well, we'll talk briefly about it then. Okay, cool. No spoilers. No spoiler-free. Okay, word. Alright, we'll be back in a second. <laughs> I would I say, would... should we hop back in? And, it sounds like we're heated up. We should just yeah, hop back let's, on. Let's do it. All right. Do we want to just like start the whole thing from? We're going to talk up to like where David is seeing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So all right. Through episode six. So if you haven't seen through episode six, spoiler alert. Okay, we're back. Yeah, episode. If you haven't seen through episode six, um, David, you were saying the explosion. So yeah, so I would say like overall, I've actually liked the series because I've just basically accepted that like Westworld is going to do their little Westworld bullshit and there's going to be some logical inconsistencies where they just get to say what goes and that's fine. Um, But episode six, the end of it really pissed me off because Charlotte Hale was like, they had her dead in the Delos building. Like she was not supposed to escape from that building and nobody can hit her. Nobody can shoot her. She escapes through some miracle where she like kills Hector on the way out. All that, I was so angry. I was like, she should be dead. Like, should be dead. I also, then, one thing, I, I get that. Like, and I also, one of the things that are pissing me, is pissing me off is every time they, like, they have us believe that this is this completely interconnected world where like security surveillance is everywhere. We're always right. being watched. And then, Aaron, like anyone will walk through the street that's wanted by whoever that has access to the security and they're just they never address it i'm like isn't this supposed to be like aren't they supposed to always be being watched i don't understand like or at least show us like oh they've altered the software so like they always appear as other people on it like that at least i then i could be like okay fine you've addressed it they just never tell us that which i feel like is a whole point of the show is about like surveillance right right and data yeah. It's How are they these, not being able to be caught in Dallas, far less in the street? These weird logical inconsistencies where it's like this super futuristic world with all this really cool technology and this like dystopian surveillance, like life is predetermined future, but then they still like the like weird inconsistencies that need to happen for the show to move along just go against all of that like logical story that they're writing. And it's what what's frustrating that. too is like that it's in the show that they're in it's been so well written like it's been so in-depth normally that i expect a certain level of like 
right. explanation around some of these things, or, or or like it doesn't need to even be like fully explained. It just needs to be addressed or like mentioned. I don't I don't know. It seems like normally they like show their stuff in mystery, but like the world building has been really good up to now, and I feel like it's just nothing makes sense anymore. Yeah, it's just all right. So like I'll use this as an example: Fast and the Furious not a show that's like realistic right like they're dragging us safe through the streets of rio de janeiro and fast five it's not like physically possible but fast and the furious early on establishes they're like we don't care like we're just gonna do it our physics don't matter people like can launch themselves police don't show up every time guns are shot like right people are like bouncing off the hoods of cars like you can inject oxygen directly into the fire to make your car go faster like it's fine the rock is picking up a minigun off of a fallen chopper and like flexing out of a broken flex out of a cost right unreal scene they establish that they're like we're gonna just go for the ridiculous and that's it but when you try to go the other way where you like try to build this logical like story where it's like these are the rules of this world and you decide to break those rules for no reason just because you can that's just like that's where i have a problem yeah, I, I I get that. It's been a frustrating ride. I, I I I've watched the finale and I'm not really sure what my thoughts are on it. Um, well, that's not comforting at all. I will say, like, if you want my actual honest opinion about the end, like, there was a lot that I was worried that they would fuck. Like, I was really worried that things weren't going to get addressed and resolved by the end, and um, I was more worried than I needed to be. I think um throughout the episode. Like some things did, I feel like get a fairly logical conclusion, all things considered. Um, but obviously, that's not true about everything. And some of it, again, also depends on where they're gonna. What are they gonna do with some of these things? Um, some of these yeah. plot points. You know, it's yeah. always nothing ever ends at the end of a season of Westworld, right? Like it right. just continues on. Um, but I'm interested to see, I guess, where they take it. But. Uh-huh. It definitely doesn't feel like as tight as the other seasons were. Well, I uh, not, not even that season two is that tight for everyone. I enjoyed it, but yeah, I think that um, something that like I haven't seen the the end of it yet, but um, something that's really giving me hope is the fact that I I know it's going to be like six seasons. So if we're at about the halfway point, I think there's so much more story to tell that they must have like a lot planned. And this was just like maybe a week season because it was like a transition season. That is my opinion. I don't know that. I, like I said, I haven't seen the end of it. I haven't seen the end of the uh, finale. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll have to get to that. Um, can't predict the future, but you know, got a lot of, got a lot of hope in, uh, Jonathan Nolan, so we'll see. He hasn't, yeah, haven't lost hope in him just yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, we can we can jump into some numbers right now if you guys want. Yeah, what do you what do you have for us? Um, so I have, so I technically I guess I have three numbers, but they're really two. Um, so the, I have two numbers here that are uh, you can either e- either guess on your own, or I can give you like an average. So the two numbers I have are the total amounts of emails sent every day. Oh, that's a good one. And the total amount of email users. So you can guess those two numbers, or you can guess the average amount of emails sent per person using just those two numbers. <laughs> David. Oh, my God. Um... 
emails has to be astronomical. It's how many email accounts there are? Well, the thing is, like, businesses have how many email accounts, right? Like, you know, there's Hello at Facebook or whatever count as an email. The automated email that Facebook sends every day about notifications to a bunch of people. I don't know. Those count? I, I'm not sure. Uh, let me let me see. Because we get emails, you know, when, say, like our sales software like does something. Right. Okay. Like so, I have, uh, I I have a my work email. I've received twenty seven thousand emails over the past year. Jesus. So like. How many emails over the past year? Twenty seven thousand. Jeez. Okay. At my old work, we used to get like anywhere from like 300 to like 700 emails a day. Right. So I'm at 75 a day, which I believe. And that wasn't like our personal emails. That was like a, a, a admin email that like customers and people would email into. Wow. So I have to believe it's a gigantic, I believe I have to believe it's in like the trillions. Like, I believe it's, it's like a trillion. Do <laughs> you think it's in trillions? I think it's at least in the hundreds of billions. I think it's like a hundred billion, maybe. Okay. Um. So, what is? would you guys want to guess numbers? I mean, I think it has to be a huge number. I think if it's low, it's not accounting for everything. But I, I think it has to be that. So, um, this, numbers, uh, this numbers on Statista. Um... I, yeah, I can't tell you the, the methodology. I really can't. So this is what's the total number total number of emails sent in how long? A day. A day. Yeah, every single day. Those are the two numbers: the total number of users and emails every day. Maybe that means like emails that you hit send on, because that's different. That's yeah, I'm email, thinking of. email sent every day is a clear number, but email users is definitely a little bit more vague. Well, because email sent could include right like there are systems that generate emails. Like most of the emails I get per day are generated by a system. They're not sent by an individual. So oh, like, okay. does that count that or does that not count? I think it, I'm assuming that it doesn't if it's not an, an extraordinarily high number. I think I it think, counts that because like, uh, you're probably, you're probably a person, like you're interacting with a person, maybe not like system to system, but like, if it's a system to a person, I think that counts. Like, do you think a marketing email from Macy's that they sent to, you know, fifty thousand people? I don't know. I guess because is right. that fifty thousand emails? One, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's per I think it's anything that you actually hit send on that goes to like. I well, I don't know the number, but that's what I would guess. Um, I think it's counting the stuff sent from companies. Okay, I'm going to go 100 billion. <laughs> okay. So how many emails and how many email users? Users? Like just accounts or like people? Like is it over 7 billion? Like is it more than the population of the earth? It's less than the population of the earth. Okay, then I think it's like 4 billion. Yeah, I was going to say it's got to be like at least 4 or 5 billion. I think it's like 4. Okay, so 4 billion uh, users. Actually, no. I think it's like 3. Because I think I'm not users. thinking about adults, like old, old, old people and children. Right, but I, children have, have, but I have 4 emails. Like, I have my school email, 
my work email, right. my personals, an old Yahoo account, like my other school email. Good like, point. I, I have my like four emails account. too. So it's like, is this users or email accounts? Because if it's email accounts, I'm surprised it's not seven billion. I think it's users. I think it's like the access of people. Right. I think it's like three billion. Three yeah, and a half. Three billion sounds right. So what are the numbers? Three billion each for uh, users, and how many I'll go emails? A bit higher, but yeah, emails. I don't know, three hundred billion. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going a hundred billion, but I think I could be low too. I don't know. Um. Okay, so you guys want to get the numbers? Yeah. All right. So, uh, you guys are pretty close on the users. It's uh, three point seven billion. Nice. Um, and David, you are pretty close on the emails. That is. 269 billion wow jeez yeah so that yeah, average- i could see that oh. including like automated emails too yeah right. get this that averages out to about like 72 emails per day which is very close to what david said he got today. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> just fun facts <laughs> um but yeah that's quite quite a lot of emails quite a lot of emails um i do have another number as well what was this number, boy? Ooh, this is a good number. Um, actually, so I'm going to give you guys a choice. Do you guys want to talk about uh, grocery stores or family? Groceries. <laughs> okay. Um, so on average, how many items do you think the grocery shopper buys a year? Oh, God. Uh, like If you buy 10 pieces, if you buy like 10... Uh, I don't know, 10 whatever. Frozen pizzas. 10, 10 frozen pizzas, that's 10 items. Right. A year. So how many each, items? Each individual tomato or like? I think that's each one item. Yeah, each item. So yeah, how many how many items do you think the average person is buying a year? That's a really good number. In the US? Yeah. This, I, well, I'm guessing this is from uh, couponinthenews.com, so... Okay, so it's pretty legit. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty legit. Um, shit. I'll say 5,000. That's my guess. 5,000 items a year. And I'm basing this off of if I go to the grocery store and I spend $100 and I average about a dollar an item, which I think is low, but let's say I average a dollar an item. And then I go shopping once a week, that comes out to 5,000 items. That's, That's where that number comes from, but that's... It's just a guess. I want I I believe it's I want to think it's lower because I want to say it's like is it ten items a day that I'm utilizing or that I've purchased? Um, right. So if it was like right. three thousand, six hundred, whatever. But yeah, yeah. Um, but then I'm also like these numbers are always higher than I think they are. You know, whenever we talk about the average American. Yeah. Um, I mean- it's but I'm also kind of just pulling 10 out of the air. I mean... Was... I'm going to go with that. I'm going to say it's 10 items a day. So I'm going to go with 3,650. 3,650. Okay. Uh, what's your guess, uh, David? 5,000. 5,000. 5, so both of you guys are extremely low. Gotcha. Uh, Jacob, you're very close, but you're off by a factor of 10. It's Shit. about thirty-five thousand three hundred and seventy-two items a year. You're so much mm. hundred items a day. That's a lot. That's, that's 
that's a lot of items. That feels inflated, but that also makes sense. These numbers always are. And so I also have a number for out of those 35,000, how many like different products do you think they are? Unique products on average. I'm assuming this will include shit like detergent and toothpaste and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. I have no idea. It's way lower, I'll tell you that one. I think it's like 500. It might be less. Yeah. David, like, people don't do variety, right? Like, every time you go to the store, you always get the same. Like, similar things. Yeah, you right, get like, like I I have a list of things. Like every time I go to the store, I'm like, all right, I need cold cuts, bread, pasta, cheese. Like, let's go. And even when you do that, like you're likely to get like the same brand of cheese, the same yep. like brand of you know I pasta, know what like. whatever. Like, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's like five hundred or less. Yeah, I'd say it's got to be like, I'll say four hundred. Okay, uh, David, you are closer. It is two hundred and sixty. Two hundred and what? 60, 6-0. Wow. Uh, again, this is from couponsinthenews.com. And this was published in 2014, so who knows what's going on now. Yeah, in today's dollars. <laughs> in today's dollars. Yeah, what's the inflation look like on that? Wow. Yeah, uh, well, how much does the average person probably spend on groceries a year? Uh, yeah, that is... Like a month, I want to say, like, well, with coronavirus, it's different. But I would say normally, like, well, now usually, like, under 200, but that's also because I tend to eat out a lot more now. Yeah. yeah when I guess I'm studying abroad, I feel like I spend, like, $40 a week, maybe less than that. That is good. Um, did you guys hear this week about, uh, or I guess last week, about... Um, Travis Scott's uh, Fortnite. Uh, it's actually called an astronomical experience. Um, the concert that Travis Scott put on on Fortnite. I heard about it, but I didn't attend. Um, it's not Call of Duty. <laughs> I'm not there. Uh, this is uh, according to Epic Games. Uh, 12.3 million players participated, and 27.7 million people experienced it. 5.8 million times across five events. How incredible. Travi is How many people you said experienced it? <laughs> um, 27.7 million people. Okay, That's... I had an edible earlier. It's like really starting to kick in a little <laughs> I made cannabis this week too, so. Oh, yeah. How did that turn out? Turned out dank. Sweet. Um, but yeah, this Travis Scott's absolutely rolling in the door right now. He is, he uploaded his graphics to Fortnite however long ago he needed to, and somebody pressed play, and he just probably made a ton of money. That's fucking sick. I respect it. I know, right? You gotta respect the hustle. Can't knock the hustle. Alright, don't hit the player, hit the game. Um, uh, do we have any in or outs? I was gonna ask the same thing. I, well... Um, I know we need to talk about Spy Kids at some point. Um, my really loyal listener of the pod. Um, I was on a call with her and some people before this, and she brought it up. Um, Spy so Kids shout actually... out to Myri, shout out to Max, happy birthday, shout out to Anna. You know who you are, the other people there. 
Uh, Spike has actually came up in conversation uh, over this past weekend. Um, we were just sitting outside talking shop, and I was like, yeah, the Spike is... I just started like listing Spike It's facts, and people were like, man, you know a lot about Spike It's. I was like, don't worry <laughs> about it. Um, but I, was, I just happened to look this up. The movie Machete, which is uh, Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo, um, yeah. Yeah. So the sequel, also known as Machete Kills, um, has appearances not only from Danny Trejo as Machete, but also features the dad from Spy Kids as, in some sort of role, Antonio Banderas. And the girl who plays Carmen is also in Machete Kills. So there's there's a good amount of crossover. It's just a fun fact. A family um, affair. Machete Kills. Just, it's a family affair in Machete Kills. As well as <laughs> Spy Kids. When things start to open up a little bit, let's uh let's really get that uh Spy Kids event going because it'll be something we can do where we don't need to be at a bar. Yeah, oh yeah, I, agree. I think that's a good idea. Um, yeah, I've been really itching for that, and we need to watch Spy Kids four as well. Right. Uh, yeah, I think we gotta save that for the event. Watch yeah, out. maybe we maybe we watch three and then we watch the fourth one separately. I, I felt like fourth one. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I don't think I have any in or outs. Uh, nothing, nothing, nothing new on this end. So I've been watching Dave, the little dicky show on Hulu. I'm in. Very <laughs> in. Extremely in. Like, uh, could yeah, not I finished more. it the last week. It's so good. So good. So that's that's my big in is that show. My roommate Jesse recommended it, and man, what a time. I called some people to tell them about this, but uh, David, actually, you might be interested in this. Have you been listening to podcasts like a lot still, or no, less so, really? I've, I've yeah, I think it's hard without the commute. Has, it's dropped off almost entirely. I I've been listening to this podcast called Bible Brothers, okay. um, and it's uh, Dan Klein and this other uh, comedy writer, and they're talk. They're reading. I assume they're both Jewish or non-religious. Um. But they're reading the Bible for the first time, so they're on episode four and just reached uh, like Noah's Ark. Yeah, it's but a good one. I'm, I'm familiar. Ca- cannot recommend it enough because, like, you know the story, but you don't know how it's written in the Bible. Uh, and it's not I, written in a good way. I mean, sorry. I I would say I'm like oddly equipped to know exactly how it's written, the Old Testament at least, because again, I'm I'm Jewish, so we don't. We don't have that second part, but I did go yeah. to a private Jewish school and we had like weekly readings. So like every year you just like go through it. So like Do you I, read through that much of like Genesis and stuff too? Oh yeah. Like I Okay, I'm, I'm not a queen I'm the opposite. Like there are no Jewish people in Trinidad, basically. So um I don't know anything about Judaism. So I'm like, maybe they're Jewish, they don't know what's going on in the Bible, but this makes sense. I guess they're just non religious. Yeah. Um, it's I mean, I think most Jews probably aren't either. I just like had this private Jewish education, so like we were in it. Like I was, I was deep in the Bible, reading passages. Then I definitely recommend you listen to it because um, <laughs> I think you'll you'll uh, you'll enjoy it. There are four episodes out. It comes out every Sunday, um, and they just their analysis of like the prose is just very funny. I, I can't wait. It sounds like a like a modern day. A lot of the like stuff you read too in, in schools, like rabbis analyzing the text, this sounds like the next iteration of that. There's a lot of there's like some stuff like I think a lot of stuff is funny, but I never feel nothing makes me laugh like this makes me laugh. Nothing's brought me this much joy in years. <laughs> Put it I'll that have way. To check it out. I'll have to check it out. 
I just I think Dan Klein is like one of the funniest ever. Like I haven't seen him in that many things, but um, I know him from like old college humor stuff, and he is unreal in that. So I'll put the link in the bio, maybe. Yeah, get that in um, there. But yeah, in on Bible Brothers, definitely recommend it. Um, anything else, Ethan? Did you uh, did you try the crockpot? Did you get the crockpot yet? I did get the crockpot. Um, didn't try I got it. Got Ethan a crockpot for his birthday. My mother shipped it to him. I got uh, him a crockpot cookbook. Uh, yes, the cookbook's gonna be huge. Uh, I I'm planning on going to the grocery this weekend, so I can you know pick a little recipe from the cookbook and get it going for next week. But uh, didn't try it out. Very excited to use it though. Godspeed when you go to the grocery. Yeah, best of luck. I'm not afraid of anything. Uh, going out to work every day, it's like, you know what? I'm wearing a mask all the time anyway. I don't even feel weird wearing a mask anymore. It's just part of who I am now. No one knew who you were before you put it on. <laughs> I didn't know who I was either. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, boys. Do we want to call it? Yeah, yeah I think sounds so. Good. Word. Um, thank you for listening. Next two weeks will be episode 26. Wow. I'm not good at math. Does that put us... Is that our anniversary uh, episode or is the 27th the anniversary one? I think the 26th would be the last of Number this 27 year. Number 27th will be the uh, 27th. will be the anniversary episode. Okay, word. So I have like a month um, or less, I guess, because we're recording so late. Uh, no, a month. So um, what? Yeah. The, second, the second will be the anniversary, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because we came out like a couple like a month before july 4th because remember like an early episode was like fireworks versus smiths or something like that that sounds right i don't remember most of the episodes i know i i'm so i have to edit this tonight so i'm gonna actually listen to this and the conversation is going to be so fresh but that means there's no like time in between for me to think about it so i'm definitely going to forget this entire episode existed (laughs) so tech technically it will be so June fourth was the release of episode one, right. and and episode twenty seven will be coming out on June second. Wow! There we go. Basically, yeah. Uh... All right. Well, uh, we'll organize something special. We'll we'll figure that out, and uh, you know, guys, stay tuned to that. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at StatRatsPod or find our website statratspod.com. Um, yeah, if you comment on our latest post you will get shouted out in the next episode so peace do it all right yeah see you guys bye